there was a reference to that in um, Critical Role. I think the last one, or possibly the current one that I'm still in the middle of watching, That's was um, he was describing some some thing, and it was a very dark stone. It was uh, black, but uh, the, if you got close, you could see his bluish highlights. So it's sort of a blue-black kind of oh, pretty stone <laughs> thing, and. Uh, one of them, I forget who said, it could have been, or it could be a white gold. <laughs> okay, take one awesome point. <laughs> I think it was Laura Vex mentioned that, so now she has an awesome point to uh, cash in at some point. Cash in at some point, that's cool. Those are always fun, awesome points. I know uh, Phil uh, shared a bunch of YouTube videos today, and it's all the acquisitions incorporated. But it's oh, okay. just audio, it's not video. Mm-hmm. So I listened to a oh. few minutes of one today just to make sure that there were ones I'd already heard. They started off as a podcast before mm-hmm. they became video. Right. So. I made my cat mad at me yesterday. Oh, now I, I'm paying for it. Well, I was brushing Bonnie because she's shedding like crazy and Alex came. Poor Alex, he misses Bernie so much. And so he's hanging out with us more, but he won't go in the house because there's that interloper in there. (laughs) So I was brushing Bonnie, and he came and laid next to me, so I was brushing him. And he really liked it, except for that he's got knots. So if Mm. I pulled on the knots too much, he yelled at me. And I got one just right, and he smacked me and scratched my... Sorry, there's something crawling on me here. Um, (laughs) I love that random acts of pizza is a thing. Random acts of pizza. That sounds like something Jeff, uh, Justin would do. What, you like leave pizzas at people's doors or something? Well, it's a Reddit thing, so I'm guessing you post that you're hungry and somebody sends pizza to your address or something. I don't know. That's kind of creepy. I don't want other people knowing where I live. I know. I wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. I don't know how it works. Maybe it's just, uh, they it's, send you the money for it or something. No, it's like a dating. Yeah, I've heard a little bit about it. It sounds kind of creepy to me. I don't know. So, last night, Mom went down to Mike's to watch TV, and she had let Alex in, but I didn't know it. Oh. And so, and the kitten was just, like, crazy. You know, I don't know if you guys have cats, but cats get this thing called the cat crazies, where they just run around like insane beings for a while. And so, Mm -hmm. she was... She would come and she'd attack me and then she'd run and hide and she'd come and attack me and, you know, and I was bleeding in three different places because she's got really sharp claws. And Note to self, do not get a cat. Uh, kittens. It's kittens that are bad. So There's a cartoon about they're that. just so cute. So it she is. finally settled for a minute and next thing I know, Alex is at my feet just going, <laughs> and then he ran upstairs and hid. So I tried for an hour to get him to come downstairs and go outside, and he wouldn't do it. So I went up to get him, mm-hmm. and he, like, mm-hmm. the minute I showed up in the room he was in, he started growling. And I picked him up knowing that I was going to, you know, be bleeding profusely by the time I got him anywhere. And he just growled so menacingly at me, but he never hit me. Yeah. And I was like, I can't carry him down the stairs. He weighs 16 pounds, and I have to hold on with one hand, and I just can't do it. So mm-hmm. I set him down, and he growled every step of the way and went straight to the door, and I got him outside, and I thought, <laughs> I'm not going to see him again. You know, he's going to get really mad and just leave. But he came and slept with me last night, so that's yeah. good. 
How dare you spend so much time with another cat? Oh, I know. Or and I was, I was loving on the kitten, and then I was like, "Ooh, I hope you can't see me." Boy, <laughs> <laughs> there. There's a um, series of little cartoons by, I assume, drawn by a guy named Simon, or at least his character self is Simon. Simon, because it's called Simon's Cat. Scott, mm-hmm. you're and, uh, a little fuzzy. Yeah, you're breaking up. Yeah, you were just doing that on the other side, so yeah, probably. Oh, good. <laughs> um, am I back? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because uh, Mooney tried to tell me I was fuzzy, and it was going very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there's a series on YouTube that someone does. He does um, pen and ink um, animations, or I think he might have a tablet. But anyway, it's called Simon's Cat. Uh, which I also found through Phil, actually. And one of them, one of the little episodes is The Crazy Time. Uh, so it sort of illustrates what happens with the cat going crazy. Yeah, they're pretty fun. I like those. I've seen a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Well, do we have other interesting news to report, or should we begin yes. with our story here? What do you have so to report? So I got my tentative bill for first semester. Oh, Yeah. Um, About $3 million. (laughs) Not quite that much, but I'm sitting here going, oh, shit, what am I going to do? So I could take loans. The Mm -hmm. problem being that, of course, interest rates are astronomical. Government loans, the interest rate is lower than if I say get one from the Discover card. Mm -hmm. But the Discover card gives you more of a grace period. That's going to be a lot of money. So I'm like... I've got just enough is to probably cover one semester and then most of next semester. So I'm kind of like, what do I want to do? Because I know I'm going to have to take out a loan or something at some point. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, do I really want to deplete myself now? Part of the reason my tuition is so extensive is, of course, A, I'm out of state. B, Mm -hmm. they charge this, like, on top of tuition, they charge this fee Basically for the privilege of going to school or something. That's just BS. I know. And so, for some strange reason, this fee does not apply to summer school classes. Oh, well, there you go. Just take summer school. I know. I'm just like, I don't understand what you're doing. And then there's, like, all these other fees. Like, you have to have, for some strange reason, you have to pay, like, a health service fee, even if you don't necessarily take their health insurance, which is cheaper, actually. And I'm just like... Guys, you're just like, you're not, mm. Not being very helpful. Nope. No. That's too and bad. A, yeah. Thankfully, tuition's not due for like five weeks after the semester starts, so I can, you know. Make some decisions. Make, like, yeah. No. And the other crazy thing is, so they assume for some strange reason, when you apply for the FAFSA money, that you're only taking six credits. That's like their standard. Which makes absolutely no sense because six credits is one and a half classes. It doesn't even cover two. (laughs) And so looking at my FAFSA award, they're only letting me borrow at this point like $8,000 per semester because they're like, we're assuming you only take six credits. I'm like, what? This doesn't even make sense. I think credits were usually three per class. The minor four. I've never, you know, typically they're four for a regular class. Oh, okay. 
Maybe it's different for you guys than it is up here. Well, it depends. I've got friends who, for some strange reason, their credits work a little differently in that each class is like half a credit or something, but that's the equivalent of R4 or yeah, some Yeah, credits weird... are different depending on where you are, because I know California to Oregon, it's very different. Uh-huh. Yeah, so maybe they're thinking like six classes rather than six credits or something. Oh, I don't know. good God. <laughs> Six classes. I've done that once and never, never again. <laughs> yeah. Normal is usually like four, isn't it? Four, yeah. Typically. Um, but I'm just like, you guys really aren't thinking things through at all. And it's just making things harder for us. And, I mean, at least tuition's not due for like a month because, you know, things change. Everybody like drops classes and blah, blah, blah. And then... Mm. You know, my elective class, it's for undergrads. Grad students can apply for it, but you need, like, special permission, so I can't apply for it yet. So I'm kind of like, I hope there's still room. I know she says there's, you know, slots reserved, but I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. All sorts of awkwardness. I know, and that doesn't even count, like, figuring out what I'm going to ship and how I'm going to get it there. Thankfully, unlike my undergrad alma mater, they, because I live on an on-campus, I presume it's because I live in a flat um, they can ship it right to my door instead oh, that's of, nice. yeah, okay. instead of having to be like, I have to go like all the way across campus to like lug, you know, a 20 pound box hmm. over. On the other hmm. hand, one of my friends who went to school out in New York said, you know, we could send our stuff starting about two weeks before, uh, school started and they would put it in our rooms for us. I was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> I know that my cool. school does that. Yeah. But I don't think, well, and they don't tell you things like I about had a heart attack on Friday because I was looking through, you know, our, our website where you can like register for classes and it tells you like your bill and blah, blah, blah. And I go to it, you know, cause they take you to a different site to look at your bill. And it's like tuitions due on August the 10th. And I'm like, uh, that's Monday. <laughs> um, this is not good. So I made a panicked phone call and they were like, no, 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 no. Grad students are different. I'm like, thank God. Cause that's what your website says, but not this thing. And I'm very confused and really freaked out. Cause I can't get you $22,000 by Monday. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Yeah. Wow. No. I don't really know all the, what your financial situation and stuff is. The way that I wound up going with mine, regular undergrad stuff, not grad school, but Mm -hmm. was I took the loan, uh, even though I didn't really need most of it. Okay. And then I could pay it back right away after I was done and didn't, you know, rack up interest stuff. So Uh, I don't know the minute I take it out for some strange reason. I'm only eligible for the kinds of loans that start accruing interest like the second I take them out with the proviso that I can take it out for a full year Mm. and what I need for second semester doesn't accrue interest until they actually like, you know, the school like says, okay, this is for second semester and here's your interest. I mean, which honestly, it's only going, if I do it that way, it's only going to be like four months or, you know, at most like, what is it, eight months or nine months. So it won't be that bad so i could feasibly do it i mean it would mm. be nice to have the cushion because i don't want to you know get to the end of my year and be like uh yeah <laughs> uh, <Now> what <laughs> what i do now <laughs> yeah yeah that's so. scary portland yeah. or oregon just went to um free college for 
you know, community college, I believe. Oh, community mm. yeah. So nice. that's nice. That's something at least. Yeah. Can you do grad school at community college? I don't know. It's been 30-some years since I played with college stuff. Hmm. Your guess is as good as mine on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know how grad school works. It seems to me like it would be a university thing because that's where you would have the graduates mm-hmm. to do stuff. But mm-hmm. for like trades colleges and stuff, they have, you go into apprenticeships and go into things like that. But sure, I don't know where community college sits in that. They're kind of in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was lucky with mine, I guess, because the way that the loan and stuff worked, you had it for, I think, three months after the term of the school before it started doing inter- interest and stuff. So. Uh, yeah. I've used up my grace period for my undergrad loans. So while, yes, I've got, you know, pittance left to repay for undergrad, it'll go into abeyance, you know, when I go back to school, but I've used up my grace. So it'll kick in again once I'm done with school. So they've, I've sort of been doing the pay a little bit, go back to school, mm-hmm. pay a little bit, mm. now go back to school. You know, so I keep, <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive. I know. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how people really think that's going to work out. Cause, no, yeah. I don't either. You want your populace to be educated so you can actually have the people who know how to do things and keep your country running. <laughs> yeah. But, Apparently not in America. No. Mm-hmm. We should all move to Germany. Yes. Free health care, free education. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is, I guess, if you have an educated populace, they might start getting ideas. Ooh, yeah, we don't want that. If you suffer them to be ill-educated, or however the heck that that goes. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. I hope things work out for you. It's Me really too, because I, I would give my right arm to go to this. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm going to do it no matter what happens, but I'm just like, oh, I don't need to be thinking about this. I'm a month away from going to school. Ah! Yeah, I got my school letter the other day. Yeah? Yeah, we've gone from, so the last two years I've only had kids three days a week, and then the fourth day I got to do home visits in their home, so I would spend an hour and a half one-on-one with them. Okay, what about day number five? Uh, we never have kids on day number five. Fridays are work days and training days and things like oh. that. We never have kids. Okay. But we're going back to the four-day-a-week program. And so that takes away my home visit, which makes me really sad because I like my home visits. Mm-hmm. And they're adding mm-hmm. a half an hour a day. So instead of having the kids for three and a half hours, we'll have them for four, which I love that idea because three mm-hmm. and a half hours just isn't enough time. No. So can't really get much of anything done. No, especially when an hour of that is literally eating. We have a mandatory half hour eating time for breakfast and for lunch. Oh. So this will really help. But, yeah, because it's like, okay, you have a half an hour for breakfast. You have to have half an hour outside. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's do it this way. So you have a half an hour for, for breakfast and a half an hour for lunch. So that's an hour. Yeah. Out, so that leaves you yeah. two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have a half an hour outside. So that leaves you two hours. And then you have to have at least an hour of free choice time. Okay. So that leaves you an hour for transitions and hand washing and small groups and circle times, which mm-hmm. isn't very much time. Mm-hmm. No. So now you'll have an hour and a half. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be nice to have. Just gives you a little cushion so you're not running late all the time. Yeah. No nap time? 
No, we don't have nap time. So we'll be going from, I guess, 8 o'clock in the morning till noon. So it's like half-day kindergarten. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just found a syringe in my pocket. I should not be playing with this. (laughs) Interesting. Mm. The kitty got worm medicine today. Uh Oh. Instead of throwing away, I stuck it in my pocket. I stick all kinds of things in my pocket. It's very sad. At the end of the day, when I empty out my pockets, it's like, whoa. Hey, we picked a seven and a half pound watermelon today. That was exciting. Ooh. I saw that on Facebook. It's pretty Where'd dry. you find it? In our garden. Uh-huh. There's amazing and awesome things that come out of Sue's garden. <laughs> although apparently different things than two years ago. Yeah. Well, it's just that things are much, uh, things were much earlier this year. Uh-huh. The blueberries and the broccoli was done. Very early this year. I've never seen a broccoli growing. Some uh, old man down at the, well, some a man I talked to at the dog park was telling me that an old man told him that it's going to be a very <laughs> bad winter for us this year uh, because everything's early. And mm-hmm. so winter's going to start early and they're, they're saying it's going to be bad. Oh, dear. We'll see. Mm. It wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be, but we did get a lot, a lot, a lot of rain. But right now, it is the 3rd of April, and it is absolutely gorgeous outside. Yeah, I went into the, the greenhouse this morning. I, I went in to open the door because it gets yeah. too hot in there, and I could just see this red tomato. And I was like, oh, I better pick that before, it, you know, because it looks really ripe. And yeah. by the time I got done, I had 13 of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Our tomatoes are ending. Yeah, the tomatoes are actually doing really well, especially the ones in the greenhouse. We might be able to keep tomatoes growing in there through Christmas. Whoa. The way things are going. Whoa. So that'll be cool. Me again. Wait the last tomato the first part of February. I don't quite remember when we picked it, but that's when we ate the last one. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what the season of things are here because I don't have a garden to go look at. Mm-hmm. The blueberry and cherry season seems to be over because they're not everywhere in the grocery stores anymore, which they were for a while. Right. But um, uh, we're doing nectarines and peaches and things. Mm-hmm. They just got pears in and stuff like that. Yeah, I haven't been down to look at our pear tree. I noticed that our plum trees starting to come on, our prune plum, because I found plums on the ground the other day, and I was like, whoa, I didn't think this tree had any. Well, look at all those purple things in there. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I like going out and picking things like this morning i so i made salsa i used the tomatoes the onion and the hot peppers all from our garden the only thing that i didn't use from the garden was the cilantro and the lime because it's too hot to grow cilantro right now yeah and too cold to grow limes Mm. oh speaking of watermelons apparently like yesterday or something was national watermelon day Ooh, fun Mm. yeah no and speaking of growing things so we found this really fat I don't know if caterpillar is quite the right word, crawling up our house. And so we were like, oh, my God, it's going to eat the plants. So we brought it in. And we were like, okay, what are you going to eat? So we tried, like, a whole bunch of things, and it wouldn't eat anything. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, no, we're going to kill it. And then, like, before we, by the time we went to bed, it was in a cocoon. Mm-hmm. So there's a cocoon stuck to the side of this container wrapped in leaves. It's really funny. Um, and it's like changing color and it's really weird. And we're just like, oh, I hope we didn't kill it because it like starved before it was going to go and like become a man or whatever it's doing. Usually and, it stops eating before okay, it well then, So you're probably we, all right. We, 
we thought so. We were like, we, we like killed the poor thing. And <laughs> so we're not sure how long it's going to take for it to pop out of its cocoon. But Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Someday you'll have a butterfly. Or it might moth. be a moth. I don't know. It was huge. It was like the size of my dad's index finger. Wow. That's a big one. Yeah. Are you friends with Gen 2 on Facebook? Uh, which is that Jen with, with the little girl? Yes. Um, yes. Send her a message and ask her how long a, how long a normal, because they grow the monarch butterflies oh. in their yard. And so they would have, a, she would have an idea okay. on how long a normal pupation time is. Okay. I just made that word up. I don't know if it's a good one or not. <laughs> we'll see. So we should start this. Okay. I don't think it's going to take us very long, but no. then I can... I can go have some salsa. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> Since we had our big meal at two, which is what we've been doing. Mom brought the trailer up. Mom and Mike brought the trailer up yesterday. We have there it's been parked down at Mike's for like two years and there's a guy that stops by every so often and asks leaves a note on it and says he wants to buy it. But mom's not sure she wants to sell it and stuff, so they went to move it, and he showed up and was like, are you going to let me buy it now? And Mom was like, I don't know yet. i got to take it out and see, clean it and everything. But we love camping. It's just that with Bonnie, it's really hard because Bonnie doesn't like to be in the car, and she doesn't like camping. So mm. it's a weird one for us. Uh-oh, here comes trouble. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> let me scoot the computer over. Are you coming up? Yeah. Can you do it without scratching my leg? We'll start this. Chapters one through one. Chapters one through one <laughs> of Lost Property. Let's see. For Friday, April 15th, this is episode 232 of Butterfic Weekly. Welcome to the place where the story never ends. Happy Tax Day, everybody. Very awesome fun. Very awesome fun. That's us, man. There's something going on. I'm not Microsoft. <laughs> I wasn't snoring, was I? How much over love? If I start snoring, let me know. Never mind. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Uh, we're just having adventures. Yep. Adventures. Adventures are good. Good girl. Don't talk best trousers. Yep. Ooh, we're evil. <laughs> Sounds like okay. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I snorted so much yesterday, it was unreal. <laughs> same state time, same state channel. It's all state time, 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 Trisha. I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Holy oh, nice. shit! Oh, yes, Scott. They're there to talk about the sector. They're going to worry about homework. <laughs> I swear, yeah. I read them for the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and snow gags. Awkward. I'm so good on nightmares. <laughs> where the story never ends. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the flagship of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm Sue. I'm Scott. And I'm Mooney. 
And today we are doing a one-shot called Lost Property by, any ideas, Hanilor? Hanilor, probably. Hanilor. Something uh, of that nature. It is a... Yeah. It's, it says that the pairing is Petunia Dursley, Severus Snape. I'm not quite sure that I would call this a pairing fic. It might just it's be one of those characters. features those two characters. Yeah. yeah. But... And it was it was written for a live journal fic challenge called Dysfunsentine. As in, uh, this afternoon I looked at the profile of the community to see what it was. and Oh, yes. Uh, an anti-Valentine's Day party, they call it. <laughs> oh, it's a, fun. It's Fun Centine uh, 2014, a Harry Potter fickathon celebrating dysfunctional relationships just in time for the dreaded romantic holiday. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think I need to go read more of these. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, this is a story... The the prompt that was given was, Petunia has no love for Snape, nor he for her. But unlike Vernon, he doesn't object when she talks about Lily. Right. And then the summary that the author has given this particular story was, Lily thought she was untidy, that she just had a habit of losing things. Petunia didn't consider it stealing, not if she never told anyone. Now, when Severus Snape unexpectedly appears in the safe house where the Dursleys are being hid, Petunia finds a reason to open the box of Lily's things that she's kept hidden for years. Yeah. Petunia, Petunia, Petunia. And this one is, you can find it on the live journal in the challenge community, or it's also available on AO3 under um, the author, Hanalor, and we'll provide the links for you in the show notes. Hopefully I'll remember to do that. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't, I'll poke you. There you go. That works. So we start off with uh, Petunia kissing Vernon on the cheek and looking weirdly at Dudley because what they've decided is that they're going to try to make things as close to normal as possible. (laughs) Good luck with that. And so Dudley is heading off for a new school and... Mr. Shacklebolt has said, you know, that they, everything will be fine. Then Dudley's not nervous, or he doesn't appear to be nervous, but Petunia is, and she's not really sure about this. And Vernon's going back to work. His supervisor has been told that he's going back as a supervisor over his old supervisor. So, yeah, that should be fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he has to be rewarded. I know. That seems... Kind of funky. Oh, I just well. tried to find a way to fit Vernon in in a different part of town, I guess. Mm. So it's going to be different for Petunia because she's used to having them underfoot. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of relieved that they're not mm-hmm. that they're giving her a bit of space, actually. But mm-hmm. yeah, alone at last. But uh, then she kind of finds herself at loose ends and isn't sure what to do. So. When all else fails, get out the vacuum. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And vacuum then, is one of those words I can never spell. Oh, no, me either. So, yes, then there's this loud bang sound, and she gasps and clutches her chest and thinks that she's being shot, and it's the Snape boy. And he's like, uh, this isn't the Mertens. <laughs> she's like, no, it's not. What are you doing here? And we find out that he was supposed to be checking on the Mertens, but he got it mixed up. And they don't mind apparition, so he was just apparating in and Petunia. Mm-hmm. So he went to the wrong safe house or something, mm-hmm. I guess. I can't imagine Snape making a mistake like that. 
No, it's kind of hard to think of Snape making a mistake like that. Never know. Maybe Dumbledore sent him to the wrong safe house. Uh, the, that I can I can picture. That does make sense. Although I don't know, were they were they off in a safe house while Dumbledore was still around? No, no. They didn't get Probably put into not. one until Harry turned seventeen. Right. So that doesn't work. But it was a good thought. Mm-hmm. And maybe he did it on purpose. But I. Uh, I don't see him exposing him. Uh, that sounds bad. <laughs> exposing himself to Petunia in any way, shape, or form until this happens, and then I can see her catching his attention. Mm-hmm. But I do think it has to somehow be accidental before he gets there. But it could very well be that he thinks the Mortons are in this safe house, and they were in it. You know, they're at a different one, and they just got the safe houses mixed up. Uh, I mean, yeah. that does make some sense. And who knows how close the different addresses are and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're yeah. next door to each other. Who knows? Oh, oh my. Oh, that'd be real safe, guys. That's true. Probably not the best idea. <laughs> but at any rate, it turns out that this safe house, although it's a completely different place, has been set up as a complete reproduction of Lily and Petunia's uh, parents' place in Cokeworth. Mm-hmm. Is that what they meant? Yes. I somehow missed that and thought that they were actually back in the old house, and I was very, very confused. No. So Dumbledore has either visited at this house, because he and Lily were pals, or he took the memories out of her mind at some point. Which is just creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and so this house has been recreated to look... So, And, you know, again, we have that Which question, is still though, creepy. Because... Dumbledore is dead at this point, so how long has this safe house been set up? Probably mm-hmm. years, because he probably knew what was coming. Yeah. I mean, he knew. And they're wondering, they say at some point, uh, Petunia wonders whether this was supposed to be where Lily and James went. Mm, maybe. Before they wound up hiding in Godric's Hollow instead. I mean, because Dumbledore knew for at least, you know, a year before he died that he was dying. But he had to have known that the protection for Harry would disappear when he turned 17, so the Dursleys had to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So he, they probably had this set up maybe as, even as soon as, you know, he dropped Harry off at the Dursleys. Yeah, probably not that early, but yeah. Well, but that's a, that's a strong possibility, because Dumbledore, for all of his faults, did make plans and figure things out. So he he could very well have set this up earlier. And I do like, you know, it could have been their safe house. Mm-hmm. So we have Snape who says he's sorry he intruded and he'll go and he'll go the regular way and use the door. And she stops him. Mm-hmm. She has this box of Lily's things that she hasn't put in storage yet, she says. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Mm-hmm. She's apparently written second best China on it, so Vernon wouldn't go looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not that Vernon would go looking anyhow, but there you go. And yeah, they're sitting on two twin beds facing each other with the box on the floor between them. And mm-hmm. This is Petunia and Lily's uh, childhood bedroom, which makes it that much more awkward. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like a dollhouse. With the furnishings and the carpeting that's all the same, but the little knickknacks and things that that's made it... That's just creepy. A home, yeah. And Snape looks like a doll that's been somehow propped up on the bed across from her, completely out of place in her and Lily's room. 
It was a strange feeling, but she ignores it and she looks away. Mm -hmm. And she explains that she would take some small thing every time she left to go to school. Mm -hmm. But it was pretty easy because, you know, Lily was on top. We think it was missing or was in her closet or something. And he laughs because apparently that's what she thought is that Mm -hmm. she was untidy and she just left things somewhere. Yeah. And Petunia is surprised that Lily didn't blame her, but uh, Lily rarely did. Yeah. And she reaches down. Now, this kind of irks me. What? Until we get to the next piece of dialogue. That just made me very, very mad. That she stole the Hogwarts letter? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, the stuff that she took was terrible. You know? Some of it was, that's real meaning for Lily. Mm-hmm. Not everything, but. But still. So it's the Hogwarts letter and he roll, runs his hand along the outline of the broken seal. And he says, when she told me she lost it, she was quite upset. I told her it was just a letter, but you know. And Petunia said, yeah, I know how much it meant to her. Mm-hmm. And he puts the letter down and he says, we don't have to do this. You don't have to show me her things. And yet she took it anyway. Oh. Yeah. The ungrateful and, bitch. Yeah. And Petunia is like, this is almost cathartic for her, I think. But at the same time, it's like, this is a weird thing for Petunia to do. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can understand her wanting to go through his things or Lily's things. And that having Snape there could be kind of like a catalyst for that. But still, it's a weird thing to do. Mm -hmm. So, and now she knows that once she started, she's going to have to do it. She's going to have to go through it all. Yeah. And I mean, there's some things that are just random, like there's a a broken picture frame that Mm -hmm. Lily wasn't going to want anyway, but there's a picture of a Kniesel in it chasing its tail, Um, her head girl pin, and it's she's taking these things out at random, so every time it happens, she sort of pictures Lily at the age that it was associated with, Mm -hmm. and they're not in order. Right. Yeah. She'd take things Um, out of the box and hold it in her own hands, and then... Mm-hmm. Sometimes she'd pass them to him quickly, and sometimes she would be really reluctant. And they converse a little bit, or he'd reminisce about something. She interrupts him in the middle of a, one sentence because the Aurors will be coming to check up on them pretty soon, and uh, could he come back tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And so apparently, yeah, at that some would point, make for a very awkward conversation. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> Professor Snape, what are you doing here? And so. She it changes scene and she hears this bang upstairs, mm-hmm. and she's ironing, and she runs she upstairs. Must have told him at some point that um, she's okay with him operating in, mm-hmm. but she didn't mean upstairs. Right, <laughs> he should still come in the front room. She's very, she's being very manipulative with this, and it has to. But be on the her other way. hand, on the other hand, you don't just go upstairs to somebody's, you know, house. House, you don't, you don't. Well, he might be operating back to the bedroom where they did this, thinking that that she was going to meet him there. Yeah. But, but yeah, you don't, well, you don't just operate into somebody's house. I mean, you have to really know somebody to, like, walk in their door. Uh, Like, I'll do that at Michael's. Yeah. I'll I'll bang on his door and say, hey, I'm coming in or whatever. But there aren't very many other people whose house I would just walk into unannounced or operate into upstairs unannounced. Yeah. Kind of thing, so... But she says, I have to go turn off the iron. Don't touch anything. And she goes downstairs. And she Mm -hmm. pulls out a music box. 
that's not any bigger than a thimble. And then she does something really strange and mean. And I just don't... She's kind of going through her catharsis thing again here. Mm -hmm. Change! She she has this whole conception of um, how Lily would have been like. She sort of projecting a little bit. Oh, she's going off to her wonderful magic school with all her magic friends and they Mm -hmm. probably make fun of me all the time. And and so she wants to know what are the worst things she's ever said about me. Yeah. And she'll tell him the worst things she ever said about him. Yeah. And they'll just do this today and be done with it. And he says, why, why do you want to do this? I mean, I, I would understand him being very confused about this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she gets really defensive and says, if you don't want to do it, then you'll just have to leave. And she goes like she's going to put the box away. But he can't. Yeah. He can't let go that fast. And so. Yeah, she says, fine. She told me once you were a little brat because you were jealous she was at Hogwarts and you weren't. And mm-hmm. he imitates her and says, she won't. Tunu won't let up. She's so mean. She won't let me tell her one good thing about school. Right. And Petunia's like, I didn't say you could go first. But she's, you know. For God's sake, how how old are you, woman? I know. Uh, She really wants to control this whole process, apparently. Mm -hmm. Although, well, she likes to control her entire life, and she's not had much luck at that at this point. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, they're uprooted in a completely different place. And, yeah. But anyway, the reason the music box made her think of this, I guess, is that James gave Lily this music box. And... I'm Snape surprised kind of Lily's still that's home. Not a, that's not a terrible thing to say. Of course, he gave her gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, she also told him, she also said that uh, Severus was a crybaby, apparently. Says, that's not fair, you went twice. <laughs> so. he, yeah, he, he's he got a mean smile on his face until she says that, and then his shoulders slump. And Yeah, now they're bickering. I don't care. You never did. She wept more than I did. She was so homesick, and she spent most of her classes in the headmaster's office begging to come home. And Petunia gaffs, no, you're, she loved it there. You're lying. And he said, you and wanted says, the truth. says, I don't lie. Yeah. And whenever she made friends, she pretend that they were her sisters. Mm-hmm. They, they'd make up pacts about being sisters for life. And, Much better than any then, real sister, she'd say. Yeah. And then Petunia's... Just, you know, that breaks Petunia's heart. She wants to cry, but she can't mm-hmm. well, cry in front of Well, it's not fault. It's her fault. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And her next hurtful thing is that one he apparently came over on Christmas holidays wanting to see Lily. And Lily said, because he'd been kind of following her around at school, and said, oh, you know, tell her, tell him something, tell him I'm sick or whatever, because um, she didn't want to see him that day. And Petunia told him that she was away over at James' place, mm-hmm. which yeah. wasn't true. But and the next so, Christmas, she was. So this was apparently after the werewolf incident. No, no, the mudblood incident. So probably, yeah, probably Christmas holes of sixth year. That would make sense. And he says that's not her being cruel. That's you being cruel. And Petunia says, "Was it? You wanted the truth, didn't you? She was just too soft to tell you how she really felt." You should be the one thanking me that you didn't come back and make a fool of yourself when she was actually at the Potter's the next Christmas. And then she's ready for the next blow, but he doesn't say anything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 
that was the tough thing about her is she didn't want to be cruel, but she was mm -hmm. because just trying by trying to let him down easy, uh, she ended up cutting him off completely. Yeah. And that's how um, Petunia feels that she was treated as well. Yeah. But Petunia, well, they both brought it on themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes, they did really. You know. they're, they're more alike than they'd like to admit. Mm -hmm. And he wants to know, is this what we're going to do every time? Because he's probably not sure he wants to keep coming back for this. Yeah. And Petunia says, no, that was today. Tomorrow we'll talk about how we loved her. Yeah. And so the next oh, day yeah. they're going through different objects and things. And one of the things that Petunia finds is a vial of Snape's memories of Lily, which mm -hmm. he'd given to her. And he well, wasn't that's expecting just her to creepy too. Yeah, he was trying to not remember her as much. And so he puts all his memories back in. Yeah. yeah. But she, you know, she sees this and and he groans as he reaches for it and she feels his grief and this time she doesn't take pleasure in it. So she's yeah. growing a little. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And the last thing in the box, apparently, there's an, any number of things that we haven't seen in this whole mm -hmm. um, series of time, is a little bud of a daisy that apparently Lily would make bloom for her and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's that daisy that's from the the book and the movie from Stamp's memory, mm -hmm. where she has that and she brings it back to life and she, you know, has it bloom. And Petunia mm -hmm. went back and hid it and found it after they had left. And, you yeah. know, it took her a long time, but, and he puts it out in his palm and she's like, no, no, don't do her magic. I don't want to see it again. Just get rid of it. Get rid of all of it. Mm -hmm. So he sets the whole box on fire. Mm -hmm. I didn't do it. It just burns it all, disintegrates it basically. And the carpeting is underneath is fine. Yeah. And she kind of swings her feet off the bed and feels embarrassed and stands up and he says, is that what you wanted? And he's looking at her and she tells him not to try doing legitimacy on her, basically, because mm -hmm. Lily told her about this trick that she had. Yeah. And she says, she told me more than that. And he wants to know. And she says, she says no. no, we're done. That's it. <laughs> so she really is. Um, everything is uh, to Petunia's schedule in this. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. And they're downstairs and they're awkward and she wants to tell him more to tell her of the Lily. She, and she wants him. Well, this is a typo. She wanted him to tell him more. I think him to tell her more to tell her of a Lily. She didn't know the Lily that lived at Hogwarts, the Lily he loved, but she could never be enough. And she, he says he wants to come back. And she says, you're not getting a second chance with, uh, with her, with me, you know, basically saying I'm not her substitute and, you know, you're trying hard, aren't you? And he said, yes. And they just, they can't, you know, she thought she'd feel happy and triumphant, but she just feels sadness, sadness. Mm -hmm. And for a moment, she thinks about it and, you know, they could at least talk about Lily with each other. But she decides, no, it's it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. And he asks him not to come back. And so he won't. Yeah. And she knows that's true because he said she wouldn't. he doesn't lie. And that's it. Among other reasons, not to mention the fact that he's dead. Yeah, well, there's well, that. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know about that at the time. No. 
So I'm, this was a, a weird story. I put it on be, just because it was different. Yeah. And, you know, just to watch her go through this process with him and, you know, the whole thing about, okay, tell her the worst things she said about me and I'll tell her the worst things she said about you. And that's a really weird thing to want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like she's punishing herself and she's punishing him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just. Yeah. She kind of wanted Lily to have said more things, I think. Because mm-hmm. wanted... that's a, this is how she's justified everything to herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I can steal her most prized possessions because she's bad mouthing me at school mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I can see that. And one of the um, commenters on the the live journal version mentions that they're both really grieving uh, having lost to Lily long before she actually died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's a weird kind of story. It's it doesn't really wrap up. It just sort no. of ends mm-hmm. there. I can see Petunia having kept something like that. But... Oh yeah, and I can see oh, yeah. her stealing them. Mm-hmm. Very, very much. I can see I've her. I've seen fix where she has um, Lily's school trunk and just has never done anything with it. Usually, um, how did Lily get her fix, Harry finds it and then discovers all sorts of wonderful things about how he can be a better wizard than in canon. But yeah. you know. <laughs> whatever happened to all their stuff? I mean, as far as we can tell from Deathly Hallows, they just kind of left the house as is. Well, yeah, I think a lot of it got blown up. I've heard seen fix where, um, which I still don't understand how it got blown up, but whatever. Stuff has well, apparently, when you blow up Voldemort, the house blows up too. Yeah, it's um, um, contrib- converting all of his matter matter into energy, and yeah. I think that you know the well, no, Hagrid doesn't come with stuff. I was going to say I've seen fix where stuff is taken to different places. And different people oh, have yeah. bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Petunia might have a little bit, but probably not. I doubt it. Just the she probably doesn't that, even have the letter. Yeah, probably just the blanket that Harry came in. Yeah, they probably mm-hmm. just left most of it there. It's all part of the monument. That's sad. Well, it there's is. a reason why we have fix where Harry goes exploring... Either Godric's Hollow or uh, the mythical Potter Manor, or both. (laughs) (laughs) And finds a gang of house elves. Yes, usually. Or a family library, or, uh, you know, suits of armor, or whatever else. (laughs) (laughs) They're fun. Fix are always fun. Yeah. This was interesting. It was. It's not really my sort of thing, but... uh, No. And it's not what you would call a fun fic uh, in no. any way, shape, or form. But Even though they're supposed to be putting the fun in dysfunctional. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be a happy, fluffy sort of thing. That's not the point of it. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting read. Mm-hmm. And it, certain, it seems... Bits of it, it does seem like um, they revert to, like, 13. But... Um, yeah. Other than that, it seems like something that could have happened. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. see these it's, characters reacting in this way. It's plausible. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, and I remember picking this up years ago. When was it written? It seems like a long time since I first read it. 
Oh, have you heard this? Seen this it one? Looks like it's, yeah, I've it's, seen it. The date on it is 2014. 215, 2014. Yeah. Really? It seems like it seems it like I read from, this like It was ages for ago. Valentine's Day of 2014. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I've read it. It was. It, it doesn't quite leave you with this sort of feeling of completion. You know, it still kind of just. It kind of feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what? <laughs> wrong, not wrong, but like it, it's like. It's not like, oh, you know, everything's. Sort of, kind of figured out. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It, it's, you know, and you kind of, you can have that feeling of, did Snape, you know, really burn that stuff up? Or did he send it somewhere and make it a, a, you know, an illusion that he burned it up? Ooh. So he. Probably the latter. He might have it now somewhere for him to go. He doesn't need to come back again. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Although. You know, it does give him a place to talk about Lily. And you know that Petunia secretly wants to talk about her, too. She's yeah. just, she's that kind of person. You know, the person that spies on the neighbors and knows what everything's going on in the neighborhood and everything mm-hmm. like that. Want, and is the gossip that she is. Mm-hmm. She needs that. Huh. So I can see her really kicking herself in the next hour for letting him destroy everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this point it's too late. It's like emptying the trash on your computer. There's no way you can get that back. Yeah. Um, but it would be, you know, it would not be surprising to me that Snape somehow did it in such a way that he now has all that stuff. No. Although, now I'm... you know, is that something that he would really put himself through? Probably. I don't, I don't know. Now I'm, I'm imagining I'm not sure him he like. Would want to come back if he was, if that was the case. Because no. he's the one who proposed coming back. Yeah. Yeah. It, unless he just wanted to talk about her, talk about her. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to but say. But now I'm imagining like the little bits like showing up randomly after the war ends. Like he somehow, you know, charmed them with this opportunity to be wandering around the house and find like the frog or, you know, Lily's Hogwarts letter and like just get totally freaked out. That would be fun. It'd be like the ghost of Lily. Oh my goodness! Yeah, there you go. So, well, like I said, it was a short and short. Well, short but not so sweet one. But (laughs) anyhow, quick and easy. That's what I said it was going to be. And apparently, I need to go pick up my nephew. So we should probably wrap this up. Okay. Mm -hmm. If anybody has anything else they want to say, what are you all doing next week? We're starting on to shape and change. Yes, to shape and change. Shape and change. <laughs> yes, yes. No, that's not what it's called. Oh. It does have shape in it, though. It does. So that one will be fun. We're going to do the first. Um, um, um. Is that a Severitis fic? No, not exactly. It's oh. a Snape goes back in time fic. Oh. Yeah, it's the first seven chapters may end up that way a little bit just by virtue of Snape not being as terrible to people but mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's adult Harry who is now a, an amazing wizard sends Snape back in time because the rest of the war has been gone completely terribly and uh, Oops. Snape now has to try and make things work out better mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, I remember enjoying it when I read it. I can't really remember what happens anymore. We'll no, it's been a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we will. Yes. We this will is see. Snape is from a future different than the the canon novels and Horcruxes don't exist. Oh. 
All right. Well, yes, that we... wraps up our uh, little mini Peon cast episode of Talk <laughs> And we will say good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Night. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.